Hey guys, so amidst this COVID world that we're living in, uh, travel is something I'm sure all of us are missing. I was missing it dearly too. So I decided to get on a guest who is an avid traveler and who would uh, take me places with his stories of travel because he has so many of them. Uh, in this episode, I sit down with yet another senior of mine from college, uh, Mr. Mustafa Chas. Uh, he's a digital marketer, he is a traveler, photographer, theater artist. I mean, he's just too many things to, for me to count down here. Uh, we talk about sustainability in travel and transportation, uh, combining both our worlds. And I think it's come out to be a great, great, great episode. And I'm sure you're going to travel places with the stories that he shares with us about his experience. And uh, yeah, I think I think hopefully you miss travel less uh, after listening to this uh, podcast episode. Uh, so go ahead, give it a listen. And of course, uh, share it with all of your friends who are missing travel too. You're listening to the Driven Differently audio experience, a podcast hosted by Chirag Joshi, an Indian entrepreneur who hosts guests both from his industry of electric vehicles and sustainable mobility and people completely unrelated like artists and creators with the intention of getting as many people involved in the mission to upgrade humanity to sustainable ways of transportation, aka being driven differently. Anyway, Mustafa, thank, thank you, you so thank much you for, for coming, that. man. Uh, <laughs> finally, I could get your dates, sir. You're so yes. Busy. Uh, but, uh, super happy. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, Mustafa, why don't so, you give the driven community a introduction of yourself, and then we'll start from there. Uh, I think I think you made my introduction too pompous. Uh, <laughs> um, just just another guy, man. Like um, I I love what I do. I mean, I and I do what I love. So I love travel, so I do it. I mm-hmm. do. I love digital marketing. I love being creative, so I do it. So it's just another guy who loves yeah. what, who's doing what he loves. It's it's. I'll put it as simple as that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm into as as Chirag mentioned. Yeah, I, I'm into I'm into a couple of things in that sense, like um, traveling. I love travel. Can't live without it. So quarantine is killing me a little. Second, um, mm-hmm. it's the other side, the digital marketing side that's keeping me alive, the creative side. Like I'm mm-hmm. getting my own space, my own time to think about a lot of things and uh, delving into that. And um, so, yeah, that's 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 what's keeping me going at this point of time in that sense. So, yeah, as, as awesome. even like I, great, if I'm speaking, speaking to the community, um, I'm again Chirag Senior. We haven't, we haven't had a lot of interactions during college. I think it was just during festing. And like, um, yeah. just just a high buy sort of a relation that we had, but then yeah. I think Instagram yeah. was one platform that we actually interacted on, and uh, you know got to know each other a little more. In that sense, so that's exactly. that's the power yeah, of yeah. social absolutely, media, correct? Absolutely. <laughs> truly, truly. I mean, I've connected with more yeah. people from college through Instagram and any of my work, you know, that I put out. Exactly, uh, and, and those are the best conversations uh-huh. that I have, you know. So, I mean, I, I love this okay. fact that, you know, this is the way we're communicating and connecting with a lot of people. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just testament to how we live, right? I mean, it leads to a human contact, but the first, first, I think the social media has acted like a good sort of first introduction, you know, I mean, you're, you're exposed. Correct, correct, there. correct. People exactly. You stand for exactly. people can, you know, choose yeah. to, choose to speak to you before, because they can correct. see who you are, you know, and the ones that choose to speak correct. to you. Like it creates you know, a comfort just, zone. It's great. Correct. It, it, it creates that Absolutely. comfort zone. You know the person before you're even approaching the person. 
so that's exactly. that, that that's what it overcomes correct it, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely i love that and, and you know in fact i mean you're still a known person i've interacted with so many unknown people through instagram you know i mean a lot of these guys for whatever mm. xyz reasons you know i mean can you imagine i've interacted with a complete stranger and i've had like one hour conversations with these guys you know straight up first call and <laughs> that's crazy i mean wow. this is the power of the internet that allows us to skip through the small talk and just focus on what really matters you know and that's what i like about putting myself out there you know my reputation exactly. you know, people know me exactly so i don't have to explain myself you know who i am what i'm doing let's just get to the meat of the matter you know this exactly. is what i like Let's exactly about what we need to like they'll be like hey uh, you're the, you're the driven you're the driven differently guy yeah <laughs> exactly like like they reach out to you like that correct like they they know you from your instagram yeah, handle yeah. so i mean you're you're, you're creating Actually, a power I mean, you creating I mean, a niche very that. human very human very human connection you know they'll be like hey uh, i love the work that you yeah. do hey i i need to connect exactly. over you know i want to talk something about evs i want to seek how can i get a job i want to no do something not entrepreneurship digital marketing xyz so many things you know and i'm like great let's get on a call you know i'm not that avid of a texter so i mean i always yeah. like conversation man they'll call you up and i'll true, be like true, you know, true, hey true, let's true. let's chat so so true. we just get on that stuff uh, so yeah it's great <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, do you have such stories about i mean you're pretty big on i mean instagram as well putting out your poetry <laughs> and all that stuff so tell me about that <laughs> so um it started actually um before uh i think i started posting on instagram after a trip that i took to a rather unusual destination which is iraq um oh. i had gone there for for a certain pilgrimage actually uh so basically it's mm-hmm. it's a walk between two cities uh it's a, it's an 80 mm-hmm. km walk that you yeah, that you span for around say one and a half to two days depends on uh the speed of at which you're walking so um this yeah. is uh, a lot of people don't know about it but this is the second largest gathering of humans in the world wow where That's around awesome. say around say 20 million people every year uh, gather in iraq and they do this walk so it's called the walk of arbain yeah. okay and uh, mm-hmm. all during like uh, on the path on on your path of on on from your starting point to the ending point there are tents set up on the right side and the left side of the road like you 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 are actually walking on the road and the tents set up offer you free food free stay free medical supplies everything just in the name of like the pilgrimage like if even if you okay. even if you want to willingly pay them out of your own pocket they like no just go and pray for me that's it so it's a service mm-hmm. that a lot of people do around say around people from around 100 countries come and participate in this world event so i thought uh, i i wasn't so big on instagram i mean i i didn't know i will turn out to be maybe putting a lot of shall content but uh, that was my starting point where I, where i actually put like 10 10 stories a series of 10 stories saying arbain day 1 arbain day 2 and it just became mm-hmm. it just it just resonated with a lot of people and they said hey you should do you should do this more often correct like i just yeah. i just clicked ten pictures and told them about the journey correct like the hurdles we had like the first day when we started our walk there was a thunderstorm <laughs> and oh. the roads were flooded okay. <laughs> and imagine like a road filled with people walking in flooded water and we are jumping through puddles Damn. and and there's like 
<laughs> and it was a complete movie scene when we turned back there's like a there's a huge cloud uh following us okay. and so it was it was really yeah. animated in that sense so that is that was where i started i post start posting that in instagram because i thought it was mm-hmm. it was worthy to show to the world correct it mm-hmm. all boils down to just one yeah. thing that it's it's worthy like people should know about it because it's such a good thing like people are walking yeah. 80 kilometers in one one and a half day or two days people are offering services mm-hmm. like say free food free stay free everything like just yeah. in the name of like service to the almighty correct yeah in yeah. that sense so so in that sense i started posting that first and then i thought hey this is this is cool like people are liking this sort of content correct and then i then moved on to um so this was in second year of college where this this also has a very like massive story in christ where my attendance was really low and i mm-hmm. had to scam <laughs> and get attendance <laughs> and the day i landed from this trip was the day of our exam so i rushed from the oh. airport to christ and wrote the exam <laughs> and i just passed in that yeah. exam <laughs> so it's like a huge story wow. attached to it it's like it was okay uh, <laughs> yeah so Great, so man. that's how i started posting that's awesome that's I mean, how that i started posting that, that that makes a lot of sense yeah that does so, i mean that so that's that, how i started a lot of sense because you know travel photography led to digital marketing and then you've told me digital marketing Correct. led to you getting a couple of gigs even your cousin i mean exactly. like family friends noticing you joining the business 100%. my god i mean i mean 100% like it it's just happened like so let's track like it back a little wait wait let's let's track yeah. it back a little okay Okay. Let, take take me back to the times when travel and photography got on to you, or was it always there uh, in you, and you mm. just happened to discover it? How how did that? <laughs> so um, so it's I think it, it runs in the family. When I say that, uh, my dad and mom are avid travelers. Like we've been, I think. Okay. Uh, so I have an elder brother. Uh, my mom, dad, elder brother, and myself. We've been traveling since a really long time. Since I was like one or two. So. Okay. I think I think it's hereditary in that sense. Just came down to us <laughs> from my dad yeah. to us. I, my yeah. dad was also interested in photography. Um, so okay. I mean, it just it just passed on in that sense, and then we sort of mm-hmm. like just just caught on to it because we love doing it. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we started traveling, and then we started noticing the world. And one thing we realized that the amount of learning you have when you travel. the raw learning like mm-hmm. the people you meet the conversations that you have the experiences that you have they i think no school no educational institution in this world can teach you something that travel can teach you like given in writing bond paper signature contract anything yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah that's that's how that's how we came about traveling and photography actually um a huge inspiration is my brother uh who runs the photography mm-hmm. page on instagram as well so he started doing it in college and uh, he sort of needed an assistant <laughs> with him on his trips so i invariably <laughs> okay. got on to it correct <laughs> and i started creating my own content so it's like it's like a give and take correct and i i i used to write mm-hmm. at that time as well so i it's a, it was a barter between us i used to write captions for him he used to take photos of mine oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so we invariably learned off each other 
and uh, that's how that's how travel happened and it's it's still going strong so because of because of that i mean um, so that's how travel content started on instagram now mm-hmm. if when you when we talk about the writing part um what uh, the one thing that happened after college was i i joined my dad's business and it was really good but i thought i need to do something really out of what my family has been doing so i just took like a four or five month break and just did what i felt like i did some courses i just chill with my friends and i i did a lot of things so a lot of people don't know this but um, i had a startup in college a travel startup oh, which was like which which was a work in progress yeah yeah <laughs> which was a work in progress but it didn't didn't turn out um, mm-hmm. like it didn't it didn't turn out to be really well so we had to shut it down so i was really taken aback from that experience and uh, okay. the family business was sort of a balancing factor from mm-hmm. that hello yeah you there go on i can hear you yeah i'm there i'm there yeah yeah so yeah so that was balancing factor and then um, after that in the 5 month break i realized that i think i should like just post some pieces on instagram like i i had this problem that i could never read long form content correct like mm-hmm. i i start, i thought of starting a blog but then i thought that mm-hmm. if 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 there's any if there's anything i read if the first line doesn't catch my eye i stop reading that yeah so so yeah. i thought i thought i should put in writing pieces which are really short and hard hitting and only if that resonates with you mm-hmm. you read on the caption yeah so that's how i started the small yeah. pieces that i put on instagram and whoever wants they can read the rest of what is there yeah. so that's how writing started and because of writing i i dropped i dropped my marketing digital marketing gig where i started out as a cop as a content writer at a digital agency uh-huh. and through that mm-hmm. i like transitioned into you can call a brand strategist or a brand consultant i'm not yeah. i'm not very big on uh, the designation but yeah i mean i consult people yeah, yeah. yeah I, i i i consult mm-hmm. people to make their brand better so that's that's the true, simplest true, way true. you can put it <laughs> <laughs> that's great no i, I, I like yeah. what you mentioned you know because no I, I lovely you know like like the way you the way travel and photography and writing all of that's culminated and then you get your you know pr- first whatever professional gig as a digital marketer or a brand consultant you know? and i like the fact that you hesitated to attach any sort of you know conventional title to yourself about, and about your work because that's exactly <laughs> how i feel yeah. i'm not kidding okay that's exactly how i feel i really don't know what to call myself okay because i just yeah. feel that hey you know i just love <laughs> this i just love the space so much i just love the kind of work i do and i just do it you know i don't really have a title to tell you that exactly. this is what i do or i mean it just makes sense you know i just like doing it exactly uh, I, i talk about exactly. evs and i work in the field of evs and the whole goal is to make as many people as possible to get onto evs that's all it exactly. is exactly so i think the whatever, simpler it is the better the simple exactly the simpler it is yeah. the better <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So that that that's one lovely thing that I found about you. So so tell me about travel, man. So I mean, of course, we've heard so many quotes about traveling and whatnot, right? What's the? Correct. I mean, you talk, you spoke about, you know, the the learning from traveling is insane. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk so this is I am not I see I love traveling, but I haven't been uh, an avid traveler. I haven't traveled too much around, you know, honestly. 
so but what from whatever i've uh, seen in my life is that you know to and fro between bangalore the most high growth city in the country to you know in Raj, south rajasthan where you know it's a small place small towns what i've been able to see is a wide spectrum of uh, people uh, you know income background and the kind of culture like just cultural diversity that i've been exposed to is massive and that's what's allowed me to be somewhat a more open wholesome person in my head okay so talk to me about you know what, uh, how does understanding cultures by going to different places excite you and also improve you as a person uh nice i i have i love answering this question actually because uh, uh it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it i can actually go on talking about it so <laughs> no problem i'll stop yeah, you when so i need to i think <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> so um how cultures actually impact a person's mind are say i'll i'll just go a little educational in this maybe take a child okay take a take a child's mind okay a child's mind is always eager correct it's always eager to do something different every day to do something new every day like i'll i'll just i'll just climb up on the bed and jump from there to a chair correct it can be as random as that correct and travel allows you to be that correct you you are moving from different environments to a completely new environment where people do something completely random and completely different correct mm-hmm. like for example yeah. um people in new, for example people in new zealand correct um people in new zealand l- love ending their day at around say 5 o'clock and they love okay. going and surfing after that correct okay so mm-hmm. that's that's the lifestyle they've created for themselves and mm-hmm. also also one thing when i'm speaking about new zealand um there is a culture which is very well known around the world called the maori culture um if yeah, you know about um this Uh, i think uh, if you've heard about the dance style haka so the, so so the maori villagers were is the warrior tribe of new zealand whose main um whose whose main core core principle of the tribe is to be brave in whatever situation come may correct mm-hmm. yeah so i mean around say I'm what 23 years now, and I can literally say I've been traveling for 23 years because my family loves traveling. So in the 23 years of yeah. travel that I've seen or met mm-hmm. or like interacted with so many people, um, mm-hmm. taken so many experiences from them, saying, "Hey, uh, okay, the Maori culture says be brave in any situation." So that so yeah. one one thing with me is if i see something new it gets engraved in my mind at that point i'm like hey i mm-hmm. this is what they believe in and this is what they teach so mm-hmm. that's how that's how like culture in different countries impacted me a lot for example another mm-hmm. another um, travel experience that i had was when i went to the scandinavian countries so we had a road trip which spanned around say uh, around 6500 kilometers across uh sweden oh. and across norway 
so mm-hmm. um there was um there was a very we there there is there's a small set of islands in norway called the lofoten islands uh from where you can see the northern lights so we met mm-hmm. we met an old man over there and he was fishing mm-hmm. okay and uh, we didn't have an interaction with him but when i had look at him um he was so happy and content that hey i'm sitting here i'm fishing i'm happy and i'm going to take this fish home tonight to my family correct that's mm-hmm. that's the vibe we got from him yeah correct there there there's mm-hmm. some there's some things there's some things that you learn through interaction and there's some things that you learn through observation correct and one thing that travel teaches you yeah. is to be like a great observer of things around you oh that's a good point that's that's a good point. that's that's one thing that like travel is going to teach you for the rest of your life be a great observer mm-hmm. see things around you and just yeah. soak everything in and then take a call then take a decision because i think in this world yeah. no one no one stops pauses and looks around and observes things right everyone's running somewhere i don't know where yeah somewhere mm-hmm. i think that's what that's what travel teaches you i feel that's good <laughs> yeah yeah that's great no that 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 makes a lot of sense i i'm sure you know because whenever i travel you know i i like to travel a bus for a reason you know that because i get to sit for mm-hmm. 20 odd hours and you know just by the window observing the Correct. trees and the mountains yeah. and the roads i just love doing that yeah. by myself you know and that's why i prefer kind of traveling alone sometimes so <laughs> I, i and and you're right you know i mean i'm more i'm both actually and i'm more observant and you know if ever i feel like talking to someone i'll just go and talk to them so I, i agree man it makes you such a sharp observer of thing and just like small things like you, as you said True. fishing he's content with his life going back yeah. home taking fish to his family yeah. great stuff you know like like that's that's yeah. exactly what i feel about it Correct. as well that's Correct. awesome i think you know once the uh, covid <laughs> allows us to i'd love to travel more and you know observe yeah. them as well definitely 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 mm-hmm. definitely man like it's, yeah. it's so, so one last question it, about you know photography it, and traveling i want to ask Is is, uh-huh. is that uh-huh. how do you decide when you're a traveler you want to soak in everything uh, through your naked eyes, but as a photographer you're supposed to capture the most precious <laughs> moments in your camera and you kind of have yeah. to decide hey, which should I should I should I waste the moment and take my camera out and click or should I just observe it? Like, how do you decide that? How do you, how do you get past that? This is this is this is a very good question actually. This is a very good question because this um huh, well um. so photography is like i'm not i i wouldn't say i'm as passionate about photography as i'm about seeing things around you with my naked eye correct but mm-hmm. it's but it's, it's it's the same exact opposite thing with my brother so he's he's the person okay. who i travel with the most and everywhere mm-hmm. he's like my mm-hmm. go to companion all right so uh he lives his life through the lens like by the clock by the minute okay. every day he's he's just like that throughout <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um i mean i'm i'm more towards soaking in the experience seeing observing mm-hmm. something and uh, maybe writing about it rather than clicking mm-hmm. the moment because there's some moments you cannot really capture okay. on camera correct it's like yeah. it's like a 90% mm-hmm. it's like a 90 to 100 correct you travel 100 you yeah. capture 90 maximum you can't yeah. capture 
it's 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 yeah. it's next to impossible to capture 100 correct mm. so yeah. i would like but again uh, pictures videos they they make you relive retra like relive the entire journey like right now correct yeah i'm i'm living my travel yeah. journey through my photos correct yeah so exactly. it's it's kind yeah. of difficult to choose but i would if mm-hmm. if there's a uh, option i would i would prefer mm-hmm. just traveling it's 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 difficult to travel without my camera but um yeah i would uh-huh. i would get the camera just soak in the moment like, and rather than the experience yeah. soak in the moment okay. come back maybe write about it post it uh, yeah. but yeah sense, like it's sense. it's a difficult it's a difficult de- difficult decision <laughs> yeah i mean, definitely definitely awesome Okay Mustafa so let's dive into the middle segment that I told you about which is you know I sent you 10 posts and you selected yes. you selected actually more than 2 cuz okay but, uh, we had to bottle down to 2 I, I, so let's talk about the first one always always do more that's my funda always yeah. do more yeah ah <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> So, so let's talk about the first one. You you chose the post about Fisker uh-huh. Ocean, uh, which is a car yes. by uh, uh, the company Fisker, and uh, it's mm. called Ocean, right? So this Correct. this car, as you've read or as you've gone through the post, is basically mm-hmm. uh, it's a car beyond just an electric vehicle. You know, they've included things like you know vegan interiors. The floor mats are wow. made out of mm. plastic waste from the ocean, and uh, yes. there's another thing about it. Of oh, I think I think I forgot about it. What was it? This is third thing about it. Oh, I think there 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 nine points. Yeah, the solar roof on it. Yeah, extra miles. Extra exactly, miles. Exactly. So yes. Extra miles. So so this whole becomes like a it's it's more than an EV. I I call it I I call it like a sustainable car. You know, the world's most sustainable car. That's what they call themselves, by the way. So that's yeah. that was something I wanted to represent. And honestly, this was a news that you know someone could even read through and find it amusing. But I thought, you know, what can we do more? How can we represent it in a much better way? So as you saw, you know, there was okay. ocean. I mean, there was of course the you know ocean water yes. flowing and all its yeah. uh, glory. And slowly the car appears, and the three things about the car appear. And yeah, the title of the world's most sustainable car, you know, pops okay. up there. So yeah, so that 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 was how I represented the post. And that's what I wanted to convey. So tell me about, you know, what do you feel about this car? Did you think, uh, you know, you could have represented in a better way? Tell me about that. So, so firstly, um, the reason I chose that post was it was called Ocean. So yeah. that that point attracted mm-hmm. me a lot because I'm I'm like a water baby, water person, water over yeah. everything else at all times. So that that's what mm-hmm. attracted me. Secondly, yeah. the way the post was made, and and trust me, I think I think your page is one of the very few pages that I end up scrolling and end up reading like each comment and see K T K what's what's written. in this post apart from the creative mm-hmm. because the the creative that you make like i've told this to you on messages well they're really nice like i love the way you depict mm-hmm. them mhm right so that so that was yeah. that was that Thank was you. the first point that attracted me and the second point mm-hmm. was the fact about fisker ink that um yeah. they they using the the using recycled ocean waste material in yeah. in their yeah. cars correct and 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 trust me that's been like one of the one of the he- biggest concern in my mind since a, a long time of how to tackle ocean waste how to ta- how to educate people that 
all yeah. your waste isn't supposed to go into the ocean that you have to like do something about it true correct in fact true, true. in fact um, i'm i'm actually i'm actually planning to do um, a small volunteering program later this year if the lockdown mm-hmm. lifts up uh, it's it's a volunteering program in philippines where um, they they teach you a part of marine biology and um, okay they teach you how to harvest they teach you how to harvest a coral and how to maintain the mm. the ecological hygiene as well as the ecological health of a reef mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so once so so once you volunteer with them and um, you yeah. you like get a volunteer tag you can go anywhere around the world like tie up with the local community mm-hmm. dive into the water yeah. see the health of the reef mm-hmm. and you actually become a part of restoring that reef the coral reef okay so okay so so that's what that's what i was trying to do later in this year but i'm not sure mm-hmm. with the lockdown when that's going to happen yeah. but whenever it's lifting i am you 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 don't you won't believe i have i have one bag in my room which is packed <laughs> i've mm-hmm. packed it with like my swimming trunks <laughs> wow <laughs> goggles a snorkel yeah <laughs> some camera can so it's still packed so whenever it's lifting awesome. i'm rushing <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome your plans post corona or post lockdown are sorted great sorted so sorted. so it's interesting yes. what you mentioned you know about uh, uh fiskering can in the whole ocean part of things and you know how to preserve yes. the ocean bodies now this is something Correct. i don't see naturally i mean i don't actively think about but, but of course it's on my yeah. mind at times Uh, but that's how I take it, you know, and, and that's why I love fiskering mm-hmm. for that and what they're trying to do. See, you see, business, uh-huh. you see, you know, that's what I've written in the post as well. You know, electric vehicles is just the start in a long journey Correct. to attain end-to-end sustainability from manufacturing yeah. to disposing. I mean, there are so many exactly. things between it, right? And right now, we're just True. focusing on the emission parts of uh, you know our vehicles that are polluting. Correct. Uh, we we're going to look at a lot of the other spectrums as well. So that's what I love about Fisker, and that's what a lot of business that they've and, and they've gone beyond that. Yes, that it allows you to uh, not just preach that hey, you know, take care of the earth, but actually put it into business. Uh, and you know, once you put it into exactly. business, you don't need to convince anybody. You just need to, yeah, you know, like business as whole functions in a way that just uh, uh, you know forces or you know sort of uh, how do you say. uh shapes human behavior in a way that you don't have to convince them to do exactly you know? exactly you don't have to hard sell it to them ke hey come buy my car exactly. or ke come buy my product correct exactly exactly if it's a superior product people will buy buy it and they don't even care you know if it's a vegan interior or not but you do as a company and that's how you make your cause alive through other people and that's what i love you know and that's what exactly. I, i'd like to do hopefully exactly exactly which is exactly. people don't people because only so many people care yeah. about the ocean or awesome. the environment or awesome. the awesome. pollution right not everyone do so so it's our responsibility as people who do Correct. care about it to come up with ways to convince those people who don't even give a shit about it because those, that's the mass and if you want to tackle the problem you got to hit the mass so that that that's my approach to it 100% that that's the reason i chose fiskering as a topic of discussion like as a point of discussion because i really wanted to know and i really wanted to like i really wanted you to put it out to the community as well that um, yeah it's 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 not just electric vehicles right it's going beyond mm-hmm. what you're already doing correct it's all, it, in anything yeah, exactly. it's not just sustainability but anything in life like just some yeah. yarn like always go beyond what you're doing mm-hmm. 
correct that that is that is what will make you stand out that what that, that's what will satisfy you as well in the end yeah so, exactly exactly i mean i i get a I get a good uh, quote right now from simon sinek and he said that the law or you know the legal system is a very low bar for businesses you know there's something called a moral high ground right that's way above the law hmm. and that's what companies exactly. need, to, need to strive for because yes. most businesses just put law as the base like it's it's not illegal to lay off people it sure as hell is immoral exactly. to do that so you know yeah so so there's a lot of stuff Got it. that 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 100% yeah, my, yeah. Uh, thinking about business <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's so that's so that's what it is that's that's anyway, right that's so right. let's let's move on to the next post right which one which yes. was uh, about nissan leaf and of the yes. fact that it's going to come to india right so i'll just take yep. you through that post so that post as you see it uh-huh. wasn't the most creative post it was that was a different thing that i was Correct. doing at that point in time which is basically yeah. just posting about you know hard facts about the car about its specs and Correct. maybe towards the end i put my take on it so my take was uh, that you know uh, though nissan leaf is at that time was the most successful and popular and highest selling ev uh, in the world now mm-hmm. right now it's tesla mm-hmm. uh, but that point mm-hmm. was nissan the fact that it comes Correct. to india and that it might be so wildly popular to me didn't uh, make sense because it still costs costed 30 lakhs and 30 lakhs is a wow, huge okay. amount in india i mean no one's going to shell out that much of mm-hmm. amount of cash for a nissan leaf right it's not even as exactly. premium as a tesla or any of the other competitors so that that Correct. was my take about it and i mean unfortunately it hasn't come out to the in the country yet so we're yet to see mm-hmm. you know how people really react to it but i i i would i would really stand to what i said back then which is you know uh, i don't think it's going to be wildly successful in india as it was in europe and Got other it. parts of the world so yeah that's exactly. the post so so uh, so why did you pick, exactly. pick that out and what are your thoughts on it so so the so the reason i picked the post out was um, again going back to the travel in norway um nissan leaf was one car that i encountered encountered like it nissan leaf was 5 in 10 cars that passed our car were nissan leafs correct so wow. that, that's the reason I, i was intrigued to know about like okay why what how how did a nissan make it so big in norway correct and then and then i yeah. had to do some tinkering yeah. around about the laws mm-hmm. uh, that go on norway saying uh, i think i think norway has the highest amount of electric vehicles per capita yeah. and uh, yes yes and Absolutely. plus and plus like every every petrol station everywhere this was in 2017 back in 2017 which is two mm-hmm. and a half years back um mm-hmm. every petrol station every space had an electric charger and The, mm-hmm. the electric charger space was much more crowded than the petroleum mm-hmm. filling the gas filling space and at that time oh. that is what intrigued me and that's why i think that led mm-hmm. me back to when i was scrolling through your feed yeah. hey I, i've seen this car in norway mm-hmm. i want to know more about it mm-hmm. whether it's is going to make it big in india or not um so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's one yeah. reason why i picked uh, and also was when i was reading about norway um that's what they said like i think the progressive tax reforms mm-hmm. uh the the, mm-hmm. the progressive tax tax reforms that are there in norway allow um this thing um allow people to buy electric vehicles much more uh, um, yeah i mean mm-hmm. you know in a better fashion correct so i yeah, think yeah. that's what that's what intrigued me to pick leaf as one model mm-hmm. that sense yeah no no i yeah. mean yeah you're right you know the 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 penetration of electric vehicles 
in the Scandinavian countries is one of the highest. It's around 70 to 80%. That's crazy, you know. I mean, no country exactly. has reached that bar. And though the number is small, but the penetration percentage is high, you know, as, as you said, yeah. per capita. So, exactly. so that's that, that's exactly. a case study around the world. And I haven't mm-hmm. yet dived very deep into what the reason is there. But I'm guessing, you know, it has a lot to do with the ecosystem, with the legal system there. And, you know, with how public policy is 100%. Sort of, you know, 100%, 100%. And how the infrastructure. And as you said, charging 100. stations. A big, big reason exactly. uh, is, is infrastructure that supports electric vehicles and also, of course, costs exactly. right, in the long run. So these are factors. And I think one of the others could be probably, you know, uh, the, the functioning of batteries, you know, because batteries, of course, get hot when they're used a lot. Right. And the Scandinavian countries are relatively cooler places on the planet. So I'm guessing, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why they why these vehicles even perform better there on a very functional uh, uh, you know, basis. So that's that's what I think uh, could be the reason of their high penetration there. So yeah, that's that's again you know kudos to traveling, and I think traveling is uh, giving you a lot of insights into a lot of other different topics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's that's what that's that's how that's how it works, correct? It it, it makes you know about so many other yeah. industries, so many other. Um, places as to what they're doing for example norway as a matter of fact is one of the highest producers of oil in the world and natural gas in the world correct and the okay. high, and around 60 percent of norway's cars are electric <laughs> yeah so oil is cheap <laughs> that's crazy and there is mm-hmm. the electric vehicles over there so that's what that's what intrigued yeah, me uh, i mean i mean that's it's crazy. easily one of my favorite countries uh, because of the way they live. Uh, so the reason the reason why EVs became popular in the Scandinavian countries were that um, mm-hmm. the Scandinavian countries impose around a 50% tax and they take care of everything. If you're a Norwegian citizen or if you're a Swedish citizen, yeah. they take care of your schooling, they take care mm-hmm. of your education, they take care of your health care, they take care of everything around you. So you don't have to worry about the basic necessities of life mm-hmm. because... Yeah. The government is there yeah. for you. And that's what they did for electric vehicles yeah. as well. When they reduced uh, the tax uh, taxing on electric vehicles, that's when there was a splurge mm-hmm. in business for EVs. And that, that's when people started buying EVs in like a huge quantum uh-huh. in Norway. So that's, yeah. that's how, I mean, sense, the sense. shift, the shift is always, is always seen when the consumer is gaining from it. Correct. I would obviously buy a cheaper yeah. vehicle, correct? At that time. But mm-hmm. it it depends. Yeah. That's why it highly depends on governments as to how they place sustainability mm-hmm. in their policies. Mm-hmm. In that sense, Absolutely. correct? I mean, that's that's one very important factor that I noticed. And I think you also agree mm-hmm. with it. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Because, I mean, of course, public policy very much into the play. But, you know, again, coming back to a country like India, you know, uh, uh, the the good part and the innovation that's happened in the last ten years is 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 because the the government played catch up. The government didn't know how to you know really tax companies like e-commerce companies or fintech companies or you know all these new yeah. wave of company startups that came up in the last decade. And that's the reason you saw the boom. And I mean uh, I mean mm-hmm. there's no harm in that. You know if the private sector is leading the innovation in the country. I mean you see Geo, my God. I mean you know telecom just bombarded mm-hmm. like data yeah. down people's throats like anything i mean you know 
like like that's that's just the biggest innovation that happened in our country for a long for the longest time that's empowering so yep. many other people so many other businesses exactly so so that's exactly. that's lovely but and i think that's the same thing with evs you know like the private sector i hope leads the way figures out solutions and let the government play catch up and of course some level of Correct. policy support is important but you know for the exactly. most part there are a lot of loopholes that we can take advantage of Correct. in a good way for the first time i hope yeah so so that's yes definitely definitely anyway, so Mustafa, i feel tell me about yeah yeah go on go on no problem just just one last point like i i feel that i think yeah. specifically in terms of the ev industry the private ev industry the industry is waiting okay the, the like in plans for infrastructure plans for products plans for vehicles and the in terms of production i feel they are ready but the day mm-hmm. a, a certain loosening of policy happens i think that's the day like mm-hmm. ev is going to go like poof like in a huge mm-hmm. like it's going to be like a huge uh, i mean um, spike in the hyperbola of people buying evs in india mm-hmm. correct Mm-hmm. so that's why i feel like uh, policy like so yeah so so I, again i I'll, i'll talk about that right so it's not exactly that okay honestly there's a lot of shit coming okay. around okay very honestly okay. <laughs> okay 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 so so there we we don't have too many good products we don't have too many good companies developing good products because honestly the focus okay. isn't on the consumer the focus is on mm. building evs and milking out the technology even before it's mm. matured you correct. know that's 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 correct, that's correct, the correct. stage at which we are right now we're so early into the process i mean it's 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 hard to imagine right now but i'm telling you we're very early into the process okay uh, it's going to take a correct, good correct. 10 20 30 years to completely overthrow this current system that we're living wow. in you know and that's mm. not just petrol engines it's also the the internal combustion vehicles combined with the oil and gas industry that's more than a century old i mean these guys fucking have gazillions of money in their bank accounts they run the government in some way they 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 lobby uh, you know all of the politicians possible so there's a lot of things that come into play so it's not exactly that you know government's holding us back uh, but 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 regardless of this system where ev companies can thrive and start startups uh, can thrive is really innovating i'm telling you i mean uh, this field in terms of startups needs the most amount of innovation and collaboration across mm-hmm. industries fintech insurance wow. uh, you know of course financing software hardware automotive i mean you see the kind of industries Correct. involved yeah. in order to make this a success exactly. it's just uh, overhaul over uh, you know like exactly. like, like, like the pool the pool of ancillary industries so is so diverse yes exactly exactly so so i mean no one's yet reached that stage of sort of even wrapping their heads around you know what exactly is required to do because the focus is not on the consumer that's why you know I mean, not just like my it. company but you know as own mobility what we're trying to do is really put our heads at the consumers end you know we're not manufacturers as sort we are a products and slash services company and what you want to do is we want to understand the consumer reverse engineer and then look at the industry and say okay this product fit in this product doesn't fit in whatever is required we'll build in that and that 100%. becomes our product right so that's our approach 100%. and i'm not sure how many I, i'm not sure how many other companies are doing that so that's that's the thing holding us back honestly it's innovation it's it's nothing else so hmm. yeah that's that's what we are got it EV got it got it right got now. it some new new perspective yeah. to me new perspective for me to look at so <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> yeah yeah no problem no problem that's that, that's my job so so that anyway so my question is you know in terms of sustainability as a whole okay uh, how is it that you know because you're a avid traveler i'd like to ask you how is it 
that the world of travel and tourism is adopting sustainable ways of traveling uh, and and or how it's not and what can be done in order to you know be a sustainable traveler or a sustainable travel provider so if you can talk about that Oops. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Whoops. Yeah, you there? Yeah. I I I just I just I just lost you there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, there. Okay, okay, no there. problem. I'll repeat yeah. the question. I can hear you. But it's a little yeah, lag. Yeah, I'll repeat the question. It, it's lagging a little. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It is lagging. Yeah. Okay. So my question was, yeah. uh, you being a traveler, and you know, I mean, I mean, that's that's what we spoke about here. So talk to me about, you know, uh, how is it that the uh-huh. travel and tourism industry is promoting ways of sustainable traveler traveling, and how is it that a person that mm-hmm. a, that a traveler be, can be a sustainable traveler, and that a travel and tourism company can provide sustainable ways of traveling for its uh, you know travelers. So if you can talk about that. Hmm. So uh, it's it's actually going on in a very massive, humongous manner, correct? And um, it's 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 like tourism boards of different countries that are ensuring uh, that that happen. And plus, um, travel influencers and people who post videos on YouTube, people who post content on Instagram, they're influencing millions of people to follow sustainable methods. Uh, for example, the first very uh, important fact uh, is the fact of plastic bottles. Like when, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. I can. Hello. I can. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you? I can hear you, Mustafa. I think I lost you there. Oops, I can hear you. Hello. Can you can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? Um, I can hear I'm you. Just yeah. Changing just changing my location a little. Yeah, you can hear me now? Can you is it is it is it clear now? Yeah, it's 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 cool. Can you hear me? I can hear you, I can hear you, I can hear you. Yeah. Great, great. Go on. I was listening yeah. to you. So yeah. so um, so, so one thing, one thing that has majorly changed, um, a, a small, a small change, but a huge impact that has happened in the travel industry, at least, is the fact uh, of of buying water bottles uh, at a particular destination when you go. So, one way it has changed is people are starting to carry their own bottles during their travel, and um, they. Are avoiding buying plastic bottles because in the end, plastic is plastic does nothing but lives for hundred years on the top surface of our earth. Correct. That's that's what it does. Yeah. So that's 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 one thing that's majorly changing that I've seen with my own eyes when with when I when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm traveling, mostly to these uh, destinations yeah. where there are a lot of backpackers and a lot of solo travelers mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. um, this niche of travel. People who travel are mm-hmm. strongly abiding by this, where um, 
they are actually um, carrying their own water bottle. So this is one small change that's making a huge difference. Uh, another thing that I uh, saw very interesting, uh, um, a very interesting um, architectural uh, item in Ladakh was a lot of a lot of um, companies in the hospitality sector, at least uh, hostels and uh, homestays are adopting this. Uh, when um, mm-hmm. they, they're making something called echo bricks. So okay. what what exactly an echo brick is? Uh, you just take a plastic bottle, and mm-hmm. the, the, you take like a huge the, you take like a, you take like a huge lump of plastic bottles and shred them to pieces, mm-hmm. right? And you put those shred pieces again back into a huge plastic bottle, correct? From mm-hmm. wherever you've collected the bottle from yeah. so that that sort of becomes an eco brick for you which you can like cement onto the roofs of your building so that firstly it's mm-hmm. it, it doesn't let water penetrate secondly it's yeah. like you're, you're using plastic not giving it back to the earth and yeah. plastic is living for a yeah. hundred years in a place where it's not affecting our planet mm-hmm. so um exactly. that's <laughs> wow. so that's 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 one that's thing that cool. i saw in ladakh it's 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 in Ladakh, so I was I was really happy to see like uh, a person mm-hmm. from India doing it because I I'd never seen that anywhere mm-hmm. in the times where I've traveled. So I I really loved that fact mm-hmm. that it's it, awesome. it was done by a hostel called Hearth Hearth Hostels in Ladakh. Mm-hmm. Okay. A, 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 okay. A pretty a very a very small hostel, but very very sustainable in their own um, uh, way of uh, mm-hmm. doing things. In that sense. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming back to your question, um, was the yes, the tourism industry is like has massively realized their uh, um, impact on say sustainability for the planet, and yeah. that's 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 how like every it, it depends on every traveler. It boils, it trickles down to one single traveler in the end. Correct, like. If yeah. if there are hundred if 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 I see like 20, a group of twenty five around me, and uh, if I say ki hey uh, I'm carrying my own water bottle why don't you do so, correct? Yeah. So be firstly be a follower, and then be a preacher, correct? Like follow mm-hmm. it and then preach so, what you're doing, so that even other like yeah. other people around you know that okay it's it's mm-hmm. it's actually sustainable for the environment. Right. So, so, yeah. so I think yeah. I think travelers in that sense are are maybe turning out to be more sensitive towards their impact on the environment. Yeah. Um, one major thing actually yeah, that I thought about travel is um, mm-hmm. wherever I mean, there's no other alternative to it. I mean, I uh, I'm not sure how to answer this question that I that keep popping that keeps popping out my mind is that uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Whenever we take a flight from destination A to destination B, we emit our, yeah. our carbon footprint goes up to around say seven hundred cubic, yeah. uh, I seven hundred cubic um, liter. I, I don't know the unit, but it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. a lot. It's, it's we we leave a huge carbon yeah. footprint on the environment, which is yeah. which is not actually um, good in terms of our part, correct? So wherever Absolutely. I can yeah. personally, yeah. I, I avoid taking flights, as you said, 
and uh, prefer like traveling in a bus or by carpooling or by just asking for a lift and uh, hitchhiking maybe so that's that's how yeah. that's how i personally am trying to like mm-hmm. cultivate in my own style yeah, of yeah. travel so that we True. don't it's, it's not very harmful to the environment in that sense mm mm-hmm. I I'll tell a point about that the, the fact that you mentioned that you try to avoid flights and you know because flights are polluting yeah I get that you know all of course you know, they do emit a lot of you know uh, yes. uh gases and of course it's not good for the environment but here's the thing you know I mean here's the thing because you know there's no need to feel guilty about it uh, uh yeah. if if that's the only option that you have to travel see here's what it is you know mm. it's not like we're choosing to do that it's that the infrastructure mm. that's built over a yeah. century ago is 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 forcing our behavior i mean human beings react to the yeah. environment they're put into you know this right different true. culture you react true, true, true. to it in a different way so we react okay. to the environment that's posed so the challenge right now is to mm-hmm. build a different environment that allows a person to fall on the side of sustainability and not on the other side you know so that's the okay. challenge so so as a person who's true. championing sustainability of course you know try to uh, cut it down as much as possible but i mean as but especially me as a business person then, as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. my whole thing is that you know I, i i don't necessarily feel too guilty about doing things because i know it's not like i'm choosing to do it, it it's because you know i mean that's what that's what i'm my behavior to, that's the only yeah that's, that's what you you yeah. adapted to so correct over the years i recognize that yeah i i recognize that and then like you know that's exactly the kind of infrastructure i want to build say 30 40 50 years from now mm. that a, a young 21 year old like me uh, then can easily choose a more sustainable ways of getting around his city his his commute his work whatever you know and uh, so True. so that's how i i think about it uh, that's how i think about going about things that's know? great Actually, that's great actually standpoint yeah yeah definitely definitely i feel i mean i know like at, at this point of time we we definitely don't have an option but like the point that you mentioned actually like it actually rings a bell in my mind that yeah i mean mm-hmm. it's it's necessary for us to collaborate or at least find out more about people who are actually striving to you know change this yeah. entire system in that sense correct exactly, so exactly yeah i think so so i think that's that, a new that, perspective you've given I mean, me <laughs> yeah i mean the, the two <laughs> kinds of people you know i mean either you're an individual who follows these things religiously for himself which is great you know or you are a person like me who actually wants hundreds and thousands of people to actually do this without even consciously thinking about it so that's that's what Correct. sort of eases my conscience or you know gives me a purpose of my life you know so that's how i go about it i mean you know that that's my thing so i think we're just the same kind of people just two different approaches to the whole thing yeah so, exactly so, you know, exactly good or bad on exactly side, right? so that exactly. that's, that's how it is and uh, yeah <laughs> i think uh, we've uh, done a great video spoken for around an hour <laughs> Lovely no, no, no. I, I know, I right? <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Like, I, I didn't expect. I mean, um, we we knew that we had a cap for around thirty minutes, but the fact that we overshot <laughs> is proof that both yeah. of us enjoyed the video. Correct? Like, both of us enjoyed talking about it. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's awesome. I man. loved it, it was, man. Thank it was, you so much for being awesome. a part of the video. Thank you thank you so much for having me thank you so much for having me and keep doing what you're doing because I love what you're doing so keep keep doing it and uh, maybe we can collaborate sometime in the future maybe travel together maybe go to like um yeah. TV launch together and do make some good content together correct 
Exactly, exactly. I definitely, I'd love to do that, man. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've met, so I'd love to fly down to Hyderabad and meet you and you know, just have fun. Definitely. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, thank you so much for being a part of the video. Uh, I hope the people watching this video had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope this this session was super insightful for me. I mean, you know, one of the greatest videos I've had in a quarantine period. Uh, and uh, you know, again, awesome. very lovely talking to you, Mustafa. <laughs> And thank you. Uh, thank I hope you, you guys had a lot of takeaways. So thank you so much same, for watching. Same feels, uh, I'll see you guys in the next video. Feels, yeah. Till then, be driven differently. <laughs>